Hello and welcome to Can You Just Say, a podcast about you. That's great. Oh, if you did the best one. Enunciated. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here with Gemma Flynn. Hello. And Stuart Person. Hi. Yes. How are you guys doing? Feeling good. We're in hour three now. Yeah. High spirits. Yeah. We're in the giddy section now. I feel I'm ready to go. Yeah, (laughs) we're ready to go. You guys have kind of been looking at summaries of the the episode so you know course. that a lot happened I watched it today <laughs> once half pain essentially I watched Next half one. of it today while I was doing an Iceland order <laughs> you were so. probably the one of us who was the most happy <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure about that um, yeah they've got a good vegan section and stuff like that now right, Iceland vegan I keep section, about, yeah. So, you know. really? yeah. yeah apparently so yeah. vegan chorizo vegan paella the burgers are supposed to be amazing vegan burgers sponsor us Iceland anyway yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's why mums go to Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> so, shall we do a little so recap of <laughs> this episode? I've got yeah. a little um, yes. synopsis. Let's do it. This episode's called Maybe, which is actually much better than what the nicest guy, the, the last nice guy yeah. in New York. Oh. What was the first? One? The first one was just called Pilot. Pilot. Yeah, mm, we know what we're in for there. Um, okay, so Joe plans how best to get rid of Benji's body while Beck is intimidated by Blythe, a rival graduate student. Got a lot to say about Blythe. Oh, lots to say. Joe doubles down on his efforts to convince Beck that he is the one for <laughs> the one for her. After finding out that she is spending her time away from him, hooking up with other random guys to perform a Benji exorcism on herself. <laughs> Beck opens up to Joe about her addict father, but their attempt at lovemaking is interrupted by Peach, who needs to be taken to the hospital for a chronic ailment. Classic mm-hmm. Peach. Joe is almost caught burning Benji's body in the woods as he's talking to Beck on the phone. She invites him over to finish what they started earlier and they finally have sex, but he prematurely ejaculates almost immediately. Love mm. that. Bit. And that's how it ends, right? <laughs> and that is how that's it That's the big punchline in the episode. <laughs> yes. So let's dive right in. Go There's right, a lot absolutely. of meat in this episode. Loads to enjoy. Didn't enjoy. even mention the fact that when he's getting all the materials to get rid of Benji, he gets Paco, he Paco gets to do Paco it. Paco, yes. And then he p- passes it off as him working on a little community garden. Oh, that was so creepy. I hated that. The way you took the police off. Easier if I just showed you. Yeah. It's fucking annoying, isn't it? Because so, they sort of say that as though he's going to take us over to the car and show us the dead body. Yeah, you I know? killed this cunt. Killed this guy. <laughs> Car's on the table, guys. And this is when you. So you mentioned in a previous podcast that he says the name Flynn, and you were like, Whoa. "Yes, Gillian Flynn." So this is uh, when he talks about Gillian Flynn because he right. doesn't want to Google it, right? Because that's too easy to trace. What's he mm. saying about Gillian Flynn? I missed this. So instead of googling how to get rid of a body, uh-huh. he looks at he reads Gillian Flynn. Oh my god, yeah. the other G flag. The other yeah. G flag. <laughs> Rival. If I had a, if I'd killed a guy and I needed someone's advice, you'd be pretty high on the list for people I came to. Yeah, yeah I feel like you'd be pretty. I mean, you definitely is your background. In yes. fact, yeah, you'd be first. hundred <laughs> percent. So, yeah, absolutely uh-huh. no brainer. And I'll have thousands of pounds in cash in the house at that time. So just I'd from s- your cash library. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'd sort of back you not to dump me in as well. I would that? never grasp. Yeah. Absolutely, that's. That is my You're life dependable mode. On the end, a one hundred, yeah. definitely. I've never grasped. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would, you just assumed the person deserved it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, mean, I would argue Benji did. Yeah. If it's a man, if you killed another man, oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Come and get me. But you They're know, like ponds. You punch a woman to death or something. I might have a tough yeah, a few time. Questions. I might have a tough time podcasting we'll with you after that. Bury a fudge together. We're gonna get a big chat. 
<laughs> we'll have a big chat. I've got a platter of meats. <laughs> As usual, we'll just talk it through. So, yeah. yeah. So, Joe does a whole big thing about getting rid of the body. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I like that. I mean, straight out of the gate, the way he chose to get rid of Benji was fucking insane. The burning thing? The bonfire. <laughs> bonfire. Huge. It, was a hu- it was a forest fire. Bringing a huge amount of attention to himself. Yep. He's on the phone. And he's on the phone. Just don't take the call. Oh my god, that was terrible. He's they on were... the phone to Beck. And it was like he was trying to just slapstick moment, like, oh, she's she's phoning me right now, what can I do? Yeah, he looked like, you know, in, in films when single mothers have got the phone on the crook of their shoulder and they're cooking and stuff and they've got loads of shit going on. That's, <laughs> That's what he was what doing, was... but he was literally burning a body. I love yeah. that. Yeah, you did a great tweet about that, Stu. Thank you. What was it? Tell just me. Just basically that. Just that. About how if you take a phone call when you're cooking, you feel like a single mother. That's great. Yeah, um, uh, but like, and then like a couple come up to him and be like, "Hi, what's this fucking man bonfire you're making? Yes. Do you mind if we come over?" Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and he then, plays it so for someone who like his whole thing is how his attention to detail and how he overthinks everything and like he, you know, silence and. <laughs> He's yeah. thoughtful in that regard. He puts absolutely zero thought into how he kills people ah, and how he's going to go through with it. And, and the body in the boot as well. Like I was quite nervous about that. Like and well, oh yeah, he just fucking leaves it. And yeah. to, like, she does make, make a, bed a comment or about the smell when yeah, she gets stinking. into the car. Um, yeah, yeah. He leaves it in there for a good time. The car. Know. The body. Well, I think the body's the body's dead in the book cube yeah, yeah for ages for like three days because when i watched this Oof. the first time me and ben kept saying like that cunt's still just He's, dead in his fucking base because <laughs> he goes to buy a new bed with beck oh yeah and then tries to go down on her in the furniture okay yeah. i want to talk about that <laughs> that's disgusting hours okay. i knew you would be i knew this would be your <laughs> yeah, no, i'm rolling up my sleeves right like, <laughs> you're also the first person i contact <laughs> <laughs> okay right so he wants to Eat her out in Ikea. Yeah. Great. Yes. Mm-hmm. On board. Sure. But he also really wants to get caught. Or whatever, because he's annoyed that eventually... So he wants to prove that he's, like, kinky and stuff. Yeah, he? because she's... So, previous to this, she... She fucked ladles. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's heard. That's what he's been led to believe. Some red ladle that her dad gave her as well, so yeah. we're getting a lot Some of... Some ceremonial ladle. <laughs> so, her post-Benji... Her Benji exorcism involves her breaking the bed... Oh, yeah. ...with, with a another bartender. Guy. Yeah. And he was hot, too. That was a fuck um, session. Yeah. Because it started by the window, and then he carried her through to a second window. All the time, he's quite happy with the window, the lights being on. No yeah. questions. Full view. Full view. Yeah. Um... Yeah. So yeah, he. So Joe is obviously kind of mm-hmm. miffed. M- miffed. Yeah. <laughs> to say the least. He's extremely miffed. I'm pretty sure he actually says, "Who the fuck is this?" Yeah. Or something like, like along those lines. Yeah. But he's got the double standard of like the virgin like horror thing, like yeah. he said, like yeah, like he expects he thinks she's this perfect little soft angel, but like when she shags about, he don't like her at all. He does exactly. like, and he wants to. Mm-hmm. Prove himself. Yeah, exactly. So, that's what so, the so like, yeah. Dick, what's what were your thoughts when you were watching? I feel like there's a lot of mm-hmm. absolutely wild sex scenes. I love yes. like sex adjacent scenes. Great. More I'm into it. power two than I think. Yeah. I think we're only going to get more in series two as they run out of things to do. There's going to be more, more slamming oh. and jamming. 
That's yeah. what you want. Like if you're gonna that do wild, one hundred percent. I want to see someone going There's down. There's also a lot of that in Riverdale, but obviously they can't show as much. Uh, yes, because it's like more of a teen show. But mm-hmm. like, there's definitely situations where like, there's Archie's dad is in a coma, mm-hmm. and then him and Veronica just fuck in the bathroom. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's just great. Like that. So yeah, the, what, what, so, yeah run us I it. was. First of all, really excited that they were going to fucking Ikea, because yeah. that's great. That's a great time. Although that has some 500 Days of Summer reference point a, thing, doesn't it? Yeah, because yeah, there's a scene in it where they go to Ikea and they have like a flirty time or whatever. Yeah. Right. I've, I mean, have you done that, Stu? No, I've seen videos of it happen. <laughs> on the internet. Right. Yeah, people do flirt in IKEA or something. It's like a bit of a rom-com trope. But anyway, the you people are taking it next level. He's going down, right? Mm-hmm. Coyote style. <laughs> he's gonna eat that place, <laughs> which is great. First of all, I'm thinking, right? Is he thinking he's gonna do a good job of this, right? So how long does he think in his mm. mind that they've got? It's, is he yeah. gonna eat her yeah. out to climb? Because they <laughs> people come almost immediately. People come. Oh, people nearby people arrive. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Women don't come almost immediately. <laughs> people in IKEA spot well see exactly. that almost immediately. Yeah, and then he is annoyed that she's like, "Stop!" When the people walk by, okay, right? Yeah, because no. it, it's almost like he was on the cusp saying, "Oh, what? So you can get you can get hit on the ass with a ladle in the past, but I can't eat you out in IKEA." Well, people watch. While there's people just there. Yeah, and to be honest, she. You know, like me or whatever, would have, she was up for it or whatever. She was like, "Yes, let's do this." But also, you know, you've got to, if you're doing if you're having sex in public, you got to look around and be need like, "Need a plan." You need to be like, "Oh, we almost got caught, tee hee yeah, hee." Or whatever. Not literally, not, let's go to jail. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm gonna finish this, whether it ends my career or Actually, not. I've only right? just thought of this now, but like, I guess if they got caught fucking IKEA, mm. the police could be called, and he's got a dead guy in his boot. One hundred percent. Exactly. So that is the risky. Like, that is a risky pussy piece of pussy. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. ever done. Also, so. just quickly, logistically, I think pussy and when someone's <laughs> when you're not stood up and someone else is stood up, that is logistically very difficult. Mm, that's a great. Time. I was picturing mm, how is that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, but she wasn't even like her legs weren't even like yeah apart or anything. I know. I honestly, my opinion is that eating pussy needs to be done for a long time and like a lot of relaxing times you know what I mean you need to be relaxed some people find Ikea relaxing you can't, yeah, you can't, yeah I know what you yeah mean. and not like when someone comes by or whatever I think like a, you know whatever they, they they were gonna go for it but they just didn't have enough space didn't and time happen. to do, yeah. the, do the right yeah. job you know what I mean yeah for sure. maybe foreshadowing later when he has ample space and time and yet doesn't need very much at all <laughs> Yeah. Oh God, poor guy. Yes, yes. That's part uh, of me was. I mean, I know that we, we've you've only seen three eps. We're yeah. recording three eps, and then we'll meet again. So I've mm-hmm. seen more. But like, I worried when I saw that scene of him prematurely ejaculating. I was, I was worried. Oh, is this what it's all about? Is he such a weird creepy stalker because he comes in two seconds? Is that what it is? That's not what it is. It's all right. <laughs> that, that would have been shit. That would have been a stressful message to send to some guys as well, right? Like, you know, yeah, if you know, come right. quickly, you're probably you're a serial um, killer. If you had a problem with that, the last thing you need is to think about fucking you. you know, <laughs> for those two seconds. Oh, I don't want to be like that murderer. Or whatever it was. I yeah. actually forgot to mention this on the past two podcasts, but I'd really <laughs> like to discuss the opening title credit situation, is which is 
the word you with blood, blood sleep ah. seeping into it. It looks like, you know, when you're at the arcades and you play shoot 'em up games <laughs> where it's like really shit generic, like Haunted House sort of things. Yeah, it looks right. like the opening titles. To it's terrible. It's shit. Mm. It's really terrible. And also, it's a spoiler because if you were going in blind, a lot of the fun. Yeah. Is thinking to what degree is this guy a creep? Is it just going to be a psychological thing, mm -hmm. or is there going to be bloodshed? But with that title sequence, like, oh well, someone's fucking someone's, dead in this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. straight away. Exactly. What did you think of the IKEA pussy inch one? I mean, <laughs> really wild, a wild move from him. I feel like yes. it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, because but it, it, I don't think it was in his character. There was that he just thought that she, she wanted. She that wanted it, but I think it comes after. It's a he says some. She says something like, "Do you think I'm unremarkable?" Oh yeah. And then he said, "Unremarkable don't. Unremarkable people don't worry about being unremarkable." Mm. And then that's when it all kicks off. Oof! Real panty dropper. That's that like. Yeah. She's just like. Two tickets to fuck time yeah. after that. <laughs> Straight in there. In the bone zone. She she is very basic and responding positively to just really shite things said to her. Because yes. like the other guy who fucks her in this episode, the bartender, he says, I like your tattoo, and she goes, I don't have a tattoo, and then it cuts to them fucking in front yeah. of the window. Yeah. Like, well, what happened between that awful... What? Yeah, what yeah. was that? Yeah. What I think was it's it? just literally the guy was hot, so it's all fine. Yeah. Which is a lot of the message of this show. That's the scary thing that people talk about a lot on maybe Twitter or something like that. They're just like, oh, women, like, it's all right if the guy's hot or whatever, he can still be a creep or whatever. Yeah, so. and that is certainly true to a degree <laughs> in so, life yeah. and Yeah. Game. But it's all about wanting it, right? That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's... So the, remar the remarkable comment came off the back of what Blythe was saying, right? She was saying that the thing she's most scared of being, apart from bad, is unremarkable, yeah. right? So she's a model. She also, her grandparents are from Papua New, Guin New Guinea. <laughs> so when yeah, she yeah, answers yeah. the phone, she's speaking presumably in the language of Papua New Guinea. Yeah. <laughs> that, to me, smacked of the writers sitting in the office and just, like, spinning a globe. And going, what's oh, got the funniest 100%. name that's the most, like, obscure I thing? I know, and then poor Harry Neff had to learn the language. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, she's not a very likable character though, because she gets no. her essays in on time and they're great. And I love the bit where she was in IKEA. She looked at her phone. She looked at the poem that she, the girl had sent round, Blythe, and mm -hmm. uh, that it was like she just looked at it for one second. She was like, "This is the best poem." This has changed the face of poetry. Just look at it. And do you remember what it was about? It was about something like a blackbird who flies into her bedroom or something yeah. like that. And there's blood on the walls. Hot take. I think all poetry sucks. I'm just going to say it. As someone who's got a degree in English. Yeah. You've never read a good poem that I mean, you I have read some good poems. But I think most poetry is yeah. bad. And it's a shame because I, I go to poetry nights and I know some poets and that, so I don't want to upset people. I know. But I feel like <laughs> I kind of, maybe it's just me being yeah. ignorant and a lot of it, but I can never tell what's good and what's bad. Like that guy is reading, when it cuts to that scene and they're all yeah. at the uni or whatever, mm. the guy's reading a poem and they're all, and that's what she says he's unremarkable in a mm -hmm. sort of mm. passive aggressive Sparks way. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like they're all sort of rolling their eyes at him and you're meant to think, oh, that, oh, that fucking idiot, that's absolute dog shit. But. <laughs> 
that portrait didn't sound any worse to me than anything else that we've heard from people who are supposed to be good, like no. uh, Beck. Yeah, we haven't had a good example of good poetry yet, no. apart from no. her description of the blackbird flies into the room and there's blood on the walls. It's the greatest poem oh I've ever heard. And I feel like that must be also like a literary... Um, oh reference. my god, yeah, Probably, Blackbirds, yeah. like Edgar Allan Poe or something yeah, like that. You know, definitely a lot of that, like the Simpsons. Quoth <laughs> 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 the Blackbirds. Ah. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's though a nightmare that situation that MFA, when you were doing your English degree, so mm-hmm. did you have to read each other's work like that? No, we never did anything creative. Though. No, it was more like criticism or yeah. something. Right, yeah. Sometimes. And obviously this won't surprise you, it's very on brand, but some mm-hmm. some of the classes you didn't get marked for your participation or anything like that. And sometimes yeah. they were, we don't do that. The lecturers weren't very sometimes they would, sometimes they yeah. and sometimes lecturers weren't very pushy of that. So literally on more than one occasion I went twelve weeks without saying a single word. Oh uh, I mean I just was just absolutely phone it in. Were you at our art yeah. school? I so I did sociology. Oh my god. Yeah. My queen. And yes. now I've got a podcast that will fucking rage yeah. <laughs> Literally stand on stage for a living. oh god but yeah sociology at goldsmiths yeah cool 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 and did you get through any classes without saying a word yeah loads of times oh my god yeah you guys we'd be terrible students in the room because you need talkers yeah Yeah. I know you're telling me it's like loud laughers there's definitely enough people at goldsmiths who are Talkers, though, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I didn't like the talkers, but I respected them because we needed them. We Inside need scoop: them. the teachers don't like the talkers either. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Whoa, They're all alert the media saying shit that you're like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so you know anyway. you guys are are important part of the class too. <laughs> Meet in the room. Very glad to hear <laughs> Meet that. in the room, exactly. Bums on seats. <laughs> yes. Speaking of literary illusions, I really didn't like that. I think it's in this one, so that's why I've noted it. But, they're in the bookshop upstairs and there's, uh, what's his name, Joey's there and mm-hmm. then in front of him on the end of one of the bookcases there's a picture of Lord Byron mm. and it just felt so like ham-fisted of like, I don't know if you know about like Byronic heroes and stuff no, like that. No, I don't know it. But it's just about like the the hero but he's a bit of an anti-hero, he's like flawed right? and he's like self-destructive and all this kind of oh. stuff. So I feel like cool. he's not like a typical Byronic hero or that but I feel like it's there mm. to say like, He's got a lot of elements of that kind right. of thing. Right, okay, interesting. Yeah, so they are trying to sort of do that sort of but stuff. But literally then. by putting a, a portrait <laughs> of the person next to where he's standing. <laughs> That's yeah. cool, I like that. I'm dead impressed by that. <laughs> like, well done. <laughs> well done, writers <laughs> of you. I mean, I don't want to be Good too job. mean to the writers of you because I think that they are giving us an action packed thrill ride. Yeah, with thanks, but also fuck all. you. <laughs> You guys wanted to watch this, guy. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm probably the most enthusiastic because I haven't really been through the whole thing. I'm surprised yet. by that. I thought you would hate You'd it. You'd hate it. I mean, I'm I glad hate like it, it, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> you know, I just <laughs> think it's, you know, it's a thrill ride. I do think it's better than Riverdale. I just am enjoying it more for some reason. <clears throat> I think it's like, yeah, I hope, I hope it's got a, an end in sight or something. Whereas Riverdale, it's a little bit like a, a touch highbrow. Do you know what I mean? Because they, they have this thing where it's like we're referencing Twin Peaks and yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. And also, it's like based on the like comics. Archie comics. Yeah. And, <coughs> yeah, so there's all that it's Veronica very much, stuff, whatever. Yeah. Another thing that I've seen a lot of people 
uh, related to is Dexter. Have you seen that? Oh, I haven't I've seen it. I've not seen it. Have you seen it? I have not seen it, but I know the premise. my flatmate, Ben Lamont, aka Chef, he uh-huh. was saying it's like Dexter, but like even worse. And it's like. Dexter's like, worse? Because apparently Dexter starts off alright and then descends into mm. yeah, that's fucking wild bullshit. And yeah. He's always putting down a tarp, where, Dexter, I feel, isn't he? Like yeah. body shape what, to me, it's kind of like Patrick Bateman as well. Like yeah, yeah. I think it's got a lot of that kind of. Well, yeah, because he does a sort of uh, voiceover Patrick Bateman, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, like doing you know like do my morning crunchies. I can do a thousand now, or whatever. You know, like that sort of. Yes. But he's a more well-drawn character, and that you know that you're laughing at him, and that he's a comment, and yes, exactly. Whereas yeah. I don't think he's got as much of a unique voice. This guy. That's right, and I'm sort of not sure where we're sitting with this, right? You know, is it like a comment? Who are we on the side of? It's a bit unclear. All of that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah totally. It's also similar in that is you know that Patrick Bateman was like a comment on capitalism and all that. Yeah, Whereas this is the same, but maybe more specifically about social media and yeah. vacuousness. They're trying to do that a little bit, aren't they? Like trying to give us some sort of comment on the current world. Yeah. My worry is that it's going to descend into like loads of basic takes on gender and relationships and Me Too and all that stuff. I around. think that definitely is how it's going to go. Oh, God. <laughs> I think it's only going to get worse. Get prepared. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. Do you think it's going to run and run? Well, there's definitely a season two planned because yeah. it's been a big phenomenon over Christmas, isn't it? Yeah. There's definitely a season two, yeah. Do you think Confirmed. if it was put on in spring, anyone would even fucking watch it? No. They're very good at... <laughs> <laughs> they're very good at sort of putting out shows now in a dead zone. Like, yeah. Netflix are really good where it's like... It was like, like the Bandersnatch. It was like... Well, yeah. also because, like, yeah, shows like Riverdale are on a break. So mm. the last Riverdale episode was, like early December I think and the next one isn't till like right. next week mm. and I think it's the same with other sh- like The Good Place and all shows like that are on that kind of like break mm. so yeah. that's why they've obviously just been like yeah. and it. it was every time I went on Netflix it was like the adverts started playing yes yeah, it was so heavily publicised obviously I was mm. just like it's well, quite canny as well yeah. because actual terrestrial TV and that don't do fuck all of Christmas yeah I know everything stops oh my god yeah. I had to watch that Michael McIntyre well, I watched bank that show some of it was okay it was alright <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny pretty funny yeah yeah for, for plug if you're into what was it called? Michael Myers' Big Show. Michael Myers' Big Show, yeah. At Christmas. Did a fun thing where he takes everyone in some celebrity's phone. Yeah, it was Chris Kamara. Yeah. But for some reason they FaceTimed. Cammy. Chris Cammy Kamara. And they FaceTimed Ben Shepard and it was quite yeah. funny because he wasn't expecting it. Uh-huh, it was great. And then yeah, he texted funny. back and stuff like that. Anyway, I mean, my God. I'm kind of sold. Wow. But, um, and then Strictly Come Dancing. It's the course. kind of thing that Sam Allardyce will be on at some point, Siobhan. <laughs> no, <you laughs> yeah, definitely. With his 12 fried eggs. Yeah. Which we don't even <laughs> talk about on the podcast. Oh, we didn't even talk about it. That was the reason, the thing that I wanted to bring you two together to talk about. But I guess when Sam comes back for the Celeb Apprentice. For celeb. Yeah. Yeah. And if yeah. not, me and Siobhan can just have a pint and talk about Sam Allardyce. I mean, I'm happy to hear what you've got to say about <laughs> Sam. I'll send you the article about him. Okay, it's very good. <laughs> I've already seen the one you sent me of like uh, him dancing in Malaga. That is brilliant. Oh, God, yeah. Great. I think it's Marvea there. At, he's at a Sorry. wedding. And he's like. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love it. Absolutely great. Okay. Um, so what else so happens? Beck doesn't do her assignment in the end. Oh. Because she's yeah. too busy shagging. That's terrible. Beck um, is shite. 
So and she, <laughs> no, she's so, she's so shy, man. She, and she's meant to be. Uh-huh, I appreciate shy. that. I mean, she was telling me how she's having to work in this yoga class she did once. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 she teaches a class or something. She's actually got it quite cushy. Yeah, and her whole thing is about how she moved to follow a dream of being this writer. She moved from Nantucket, supposedly. Yeah, did you follow? Hashtag Nantucket. <laughs> hmm. um, you know, moved to the big city, and then she never writes. She never exactly. Writes. She um, was gonna write, and then her bed broke. She's not a sympathetic character. She's so entitled and privileged, and she's out every night with those girls who she hates as well. Yeah, it reminds me a bit of. Have you watched that um, BBC Three show, Clique? Clique. No. no, but they filmed it in Edinburgh. Yeah, they filmed it like around Edinburgh. It's I'm a, such a sucker for shit like that. It's a where they very, just watching things that I've seen in the absolutely. flesh. Absolutely, honestly, it's a very, very similar show to you. So I, <sighs> it was also a similar situation to me where I just watched the first episode and I was like, this is yeah diabolical, but I'm going to watch it all. <laughs> I'm absolutely down to climb. <laughs> we should watch that after and then we can recreate it and all well, the just on a second yeah, series. We could do tours like Harry Potter. Oh, oh my god, god yeah, yes. Cleek. Um, <laughs> so she, yeah, she doesn't do her assignment. Um, she's worried that she sounds so millennial. Yes. That's what she I'm says. I'm so good for millennial. Um, yeah, it's so boring, isn't it? Because millennials are older than everyone thinks they are. Anyway. I'm a millennial, yeah, technically. I think yeah. you can be like nearly 40. And be yeah, I'm 32. Yeah. And they're the youngest ones, aren't they? Like, what, 23 or something? Though. Well, what's the generation that below But people just use it now? to mean young people. That pisses yeah. me off. Yes, yeah. yeah. And also, millennials get such a hard rap, but they've got a really hard time, I exactly. think. Honestly. But they've killed the diamond industry. <laughs> That's true. I don't, I'm not getting many diamonds at the moment. Uh, but you know what? Too busy getting eaten out at Ikea. That's what millennials do. <laughs> exactly. Um, you do find out about her, the red lab- ladle. Oh, the red ladle. She, she brings it up and he's like, oh, but the red ladle's a nice thing. Yeah, actually. So What is the story doing? again? So, the, so her uh, addict father mm-hmm. used to make pancakes with the red ladle. <laughs> and uh, But not as Benji suggests that he used to smack her no. or something like that. And so that's why she's erotically charged by this ladle. Yeah, but was that a complete fiction though? Does she know anything about, like? I thought maybe this was going to be revealed, but like that that maybe she's lying and stuff like that, and the red ladle is a kind of kinky thing or something, and she's. I don't recall it ever coming up again. No, so I think it goes goes the way of the yoga. You're just kidding me, fucking hell! I think it does come up again. Will we ever see Paco again? I'm pretty sure you you get a flashback of the red ladle (laughs) in use. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck! I'm not in a sexy so way huge. in like in a pancake. All oh, right, yeah, I'm right. sure that happens. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so. To funny. me, that's not a satisfying end to that subplot. No. I thought that was going to be like a whole key. It's yeah, not. like he kills her with the red. Yes, no. I can tell you that doesn't happen. Oh, there's no, yeah, there's nothing. Nothing sinister really happens with the red ladle that I can remember. But maybe when I'm. It's like watch more. It'll. They really set it up though, don't they? Like it's. I be feel a like thing. there's a lot of red herrings. In the show, and right. one red ladle. A lot of red ladles. I feel like it's red because of the scarlet letter, right? For sure, because there's like kind of yeah, I think oh there's like a lot of red going on. A red lipstick when she meets her professor. Yeah. Red lipstick. Yeah. His, his card is red. Oh yes. Uh, what um, else is red? Um, Benji's hair. The cups when he drinks the artisanal soda. Yeah, they're red. The gas canister that he uses to is red. Genuinely, the fire is the red. Fire. The yeah. fire is red. The fire is red. <laughs> 
Um, well, what does it mean? Yeah, this is so, like an essay. Yeah. No, it? actually, yeah. But it's funny to me that it's red because of the scarlet letter, but it's so hamfisted that I reckon in the previous draft it was called the scarlet ladle. Probably, <laughs> yeah. 100%. What's the scarlet letter? Is that like easy or? Yeah, yes. so they talk about an easy A. Yeah, it's like you have to wait a letter if you're a hole. If you a hell. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, that's you've that's got cool. it. That's <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, you don't really see much of Paco, really, do you? Apart from is the... Paco not gonna be a fucking thing? Pa- no, I mean no, in this episode he just right. Paco goes, is off squirreling away again. He just goes and gets the his books. He sort of reminded me of and like you know in like Breaking Bad when like kids get involved in crime and stuff yes. and like the minions work that that's what I thought is. he's got a dead eyed dedication to Joe I feel like he's going to kill someone but I like... don't understand how he was allowed to purchase those things without ID yeah that's insane I know and the creepy list as well like you know what I mean why didn't Joe tell him to go to different shops to get each of the things well that's uh, yeah uh, you it's know like he I mean? wanted Paco to get fucking found. <laughs> exactly. Frame Paco <laughs> then get his fucking musketeers boot back or whatever yeah. and also it's introduced the theme of dog shit police work that you're going to yes. see a little more of as the series yeah. goes on. Because yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. What, <laughs> what self-respecting like, police officer said, oh yeah, he took us to a community garden. Ooh, that I nice. ate that tomato, delicious. Yeah, what a lot of shit. <laughs> no further questions. What are your feelings of on Ron now? We're on a, Ron, we're on same. Three. Absolute Still hero. Same. hero. He comes out and says to these cops, this this man, this pig is like wronging. wronging. He's been hanging about my, with my son and everything, and they're like, but he made this community garden. He do, doesn't <laughs> believe, doesn't believe Ron. Ron. So sticking with Ron, I think Still Ron's got. Ron. You know, Ron's like a tough character. He's got a bit of a bad background, tumultuous relationship with this mother figure. Don't he's probably trying his best with Paco. You know what I mean? And then, then this guy's coming in, and he's got the experience of his years as a parole officer, as we know. So <laughs> Ron. <laughs> Really? Yeah. You sound like you've written Ron's Wikipedia page. Uh, yeah, I could write more about Ron. Ron's been off. Ron what cast. are your um what are your predictions for do you think things are gonna well for Ron but also for like I think Ron will be revealed as think... the ultimate hero. I can tell you slight spoiler that this next episode picks up where this one left off and it's a sort of dis- dissection of his, him coming in like eight seconds oh really that day it gets there discussed. is yeah, oh, we need a lot to talk of discussion about that, about that. yeah yeah what um, are your thoughts on is tune in next week from a hot goss yeah. on that yeah. but, but but just for now give us a teaser <laughs> what are your thoughts on his premature ejaculation is that a is important that important thing mm-hmm. he's been waiting a long time to fuck this girl hasn't he and that's the thing if you put her on a pedestal yeah. Yeah. I mean, but then it's like you get too excited if you build it up too much, right? You know what I mean? You just got a <laughs> chill. Think it's a metaphor from putting her on a pedestal. Yes. Yeah. You know, don't have to kill someone. Yep. You know, that's gonna. I mean, the adrenaline will be running through your body, right? Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, because he's already disposed of the body at this point. Yeah. So there's probably is that like. Yeah. That's dealt with. He's feeling relief about he's that. He's feeling really good, yeah. He's got her a new bed. He's, he's made the bed. bed. There's yeah. a montage where they made an Ikea bed. Yeah. yeah. Queen size. Because he was like, he slipped up at one point and he was like, oh, you don't have room in your flat for king size. And she was like, why? And he said, you know, New York. Yeah. <laughs> That's the second time he's done yeah. that kind of thing. Because oh. in the first episode when they're in the taxi, he says something like, oh, the world wouldn't know your poetry. And she's like... 
how do you know I write poetry? Uh, yeah, there's yes. loads of that. And it's like everyone in New York. He's like, uh, well, you're a writer, so, you know, everyone <laughs> yeah. must be writing, you must be writing poetry. We should try and do that to some people, like, you know, of course, you know, just like your poetry. And just like, <laughs> they'll be like, how did you know how I write poetry? You know? Like, well, just take a while to know these things. You know? You're a millennial, I mean. Exactly. So, <laughs> forgive me if I've just not remembered this properly, but when. So he burns the body in the woods. Yeah. For starters, I mean, I've not. Is it, is it New York or is it just in America? It is New York. Second? It's New York. Yeah, because yeah, they rent a green, green place, And there's a lot of. That's another thing because Gossip Girl is set in New York. Right. So there's a lot of that kind of yeah. like. Is New York a city we can just drive a car into the middle of a forest? No, I don't think so, yeah. right? So then he, bu- he burns Benji uh-huh. while he's on the phone. Yeah. Hilariously. Yeah. What's really annoying in that scene as well, he's on the phone. Well, he shouldn't have taken it for starters. He's burning a cunt. <laughs> and then he, he's on the phone talking to her, but then also you get his monologue on the top going, what am, what am I like taking a phone call when I'm burning a dead body? I he's mean, screaming really having a, a wacky and all this moment. Stuff. And you're like, what are you doing bits to yourself for? He thinks he's really funny, doesn't he? Yeah, but to himself and his own like, conscious... Because like, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't know he's on a TV show. Yeah. He's like cracking wise to himself. <laughs> True. When he's trying to burn a body. True. So then he burns it and they have the bonfire mm-hmm. and that couple come up and they go away. But then what happens next? Because does he just leave? He just drives yeah, away. But just surely he's just on top of the fucking earth. Burnt. <laughs> he doesn't try and bury his ashes. Like, d- is there any more process there? I can't remember. I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, like, with the body... Would bones and all that disappear from just burning? I wonder. No, well, I mean, and also someone's going to see making a murder, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yeah, like these charred bones and all this. I don't know. But it's such a big fire. You wouldn't be like, well, that's that sort. I'd see. Later. Also, it's in the forest, so like someone's going to see the fire. It could cause Absolutely. a forest fire. No. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking. Yeah. When you when people in shows are burying a body, right? They go in the middle of the night to the middle of the forest, yeah. so no one can see them. But this guy's gone they a few meters off the path. Off, yeah. yeah. During like a time when people are just strolling by, you know. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. holds his brass. Wild. Yeah, I mean. It doesn't seem like the kind of show, though, where someone's going to find a bone and that that'll be the end of it or whatever. I don't know. But uh, I, mean, yeah. I wish Benji wasn't gone, honestly. I thought he had much more to, to, to tell us. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any Benji flashbacks? I don't mm, think so. No. If there are, they don't feature probably. No, I don't think so. I've latched on to the wrong cat. He's gone. <laughs> gone for good. <laughs> you still got Ron. Still got Ron. Still got Ron, yeah. Still Hang got Queen in there, Peach. Ah, oh, Peach, yeah. I mean, she should be called Peaches, right? It's... That's a bit of a weird one. And then Beck should be called Cream. So at this point, though, because she fucked him for the first time at the end of this episode, right? Yeah. That's the first time. Mm-hmm. And do you think there's a discussion to be had about how she waited with him to fuck, but she was just fucking any old cunt on Tinder? That's the thing. Because he... it was pointed fucking on Tinder from her point. She yeah. like, made a point of saying, mm, yeah. you know, I'm just getting over Benji or whatever. And, and he... Why and wouldn't his, she have fucked him? His monologue to himself, he was like, no, I'm going to make you wait because we're special or something like that, which is so gross as well. I hate all that. Like, <laughs> but also no. she was like, he's a maybe. Yes. Because at one point she says they're good friends or something, right? Yeah, she Ooh. called at, at Peach's party. She's like, "Oh, I'm really glad we're friends." And he's like, "Where, where?" That's and weird, then... wasn't it? Because it was never. It's not a friendship thing, is it? It's clearly a romantic thing. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense for yeah. her to like friends. Yeah, or yeah. And then she, yeah, and then she's like, "Oh, he's." I think she says something about hooking up with that Tinder guy, mm. and they're all like, "Oh, is it Joe?" Yeah. And she's like, "No, he's a maybe." 
that was a not very believable part of the show as well where they were on a whatsapp group chain or whatever and they all kept asking more questions because i think usually on a group text people are just like okay we'll catch up irl yeah. thanks yeah yeah there was a lot of like sort of like bitches be gossiping yeah ladies we chit chatting i'm excited to find out more honestly i think that there will be lots to chew on it keeps sort of giving me lots of thoughts about life and my own relationship and stuff like that you know it's a sign of good art interesting i think so isn't it a sign of good art yeah Yeah. if you're thinking about it then it's making me think about the world in a different way for instance who's outside my window (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i had a single thought when i watched it i also don't think i had a single thought (laughs) except (laughs) for what the fuck is this and yet we've done three hours (laughs) i really can't believe how much time i'm spending with friends in this cupboard (laughs) so so funny i enjoy it though Great. Yeah, okay, I think so we're good. We'll yeah, wrap up. Plugs will if, be the same as last time, but yeah. we can repeat them again. Well, what else to say? Like, yeah, if you're, you know, if you're a fan of The Apprentice, listen to the early episodes. Our Twitter handles at Gemma Flynn. That's Stuart McP. At Siobhan Ma. Yes. Uh, if you enjoyed it, tell your friends, spread the word. Because, yeah. I mean, we're just three knobs tweeting it once. We're not really bothered <laughs> if it goes. Yeah. Over, but if you're watching you roommates and you're enjoying you, yeah. why not share it with a friend? Listen to Can You Just Say yep. a podcast about you. Do you a po- we- podcast title is a pun on our first podcast. <laughs> like, it wouldn't make sense to the, uh, the casual know. listener. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. I I'm hope that we get all the U stands. I hope we get like a bunch of teens listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. Should we try and conquer America with this one? Yes. That'd be good. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to the big apple. We do Madison Square Garden. Yeah, New Yorkers, if you want us there. Or at least that open mic in Greenpoint. (laughs) I will go to that open mic in a heartbeat. (laughs) Greenpoint is nice, I think. Have you been to Actually, never been to Greenpoint, no. I think Greenpoint is nice. I think it's like... It's in Brooklyn, isn't it? Yeah, but like northern Brooklyn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's... But it's one of those things where that's a really out of touch show when it's like, oh, Brooklyn how trashy or well whatever, actually you know. and also so Dan Humphrey Penn Badgley's character in Gossip Girl lives mm. in Brooklyn and there's a lot of that in Gossip Girl I think Girl. it's the same universe yeah. <gasps> is that where it's going well because have you, you guys know the big secret at the end of Gossip I mean, I Girl do. I've never watched it so, so spoiler alert spoiler for alert. Gossip Girl Penn Badgley <laughs> aka Dan Humphrey is Gossip Girl yeah right which everyone was kind of freaked out about because it makes him seem like an absolute psycho as well because he's, he's been... basically written himself into the narrative. Yeah. That sounds so pen badge. I mean, badge, we're yeah. here. We're trying to. If P badge, your people are listening, pen like actually more like get in touch. We've got some ideas about your next moves, and they largely involve horses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know you've never been on a horse. We googled it for at length <laughs> 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 on the other podcast. But yeah, maybe. Imagine if this gets really big and then we have to have Pen Badgley in the cupboard. We'd love to have Pen Badgley. We'd sure. have to have someone out though, wouldn't we? We'd have to. Only, only room for two, five, five. I guys can in this sit cupboard. on here. I'll sit here and Pen Badgley can sit. Yeah. Here. yeah. You could sit on Pen's knee. <laughs> <laughs> Not opposed to that. Yeah. I honestly think 
if we wanted to, we could contact every apprentice candidate right now and they'd come on the show because they've got nothing going on now. Yeah, we Pen need Badgley Pen Badgley and one. Rick Monk 85. Same, same, same episode, show. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Put them up against each other. That'd be great. Yeah. Wonder what Pen thinks about Brexit. We'll soon find out. <laughs> <laughs> if he thinks Jacob Rees Mogg should be PM. I don't I hope not. Wild. Wild. Okay, plugs just, yeah, quickly. You, you do yours first. Well, same thing, cash leave inquiries, send all cash leave inquiries to gemlflynn at gmail.com. Um, 26th of Jan, Vision Board. I'm also doing a show in March called Radical Thought. It's 21st, I think, at the state. A few things. Follow us on Twitter, that's where you'll find out about yeah. all this stuff, basically. But yeah, thank you for listening. If follow you... us on Twitter, like the 129 people who follow Rick Monk on Twitter. <laughs> oh, Rick Monk following update. update! 129, that's up, right? And he's followed two more people. <gasps> One of them, Khadija. Yes! And James Dickinson. Who's that? That guy. Alright, well, don't know him. Anyway, Siobhan, plugs? So, depending on when this comes out, mm-hmm. yeah. I'll do my furthest away plug. Mm-hmm. only have two. Go for it. Uh, first of February, my band are playing at Nice and Sleazy with Swearing. Yes, excellent band. Yep. One Very day exciting. we should ask your permission to put some songs on the pod or something like that, or like. That'd we be can, great. Yeah, we can. Ideally, you'd write a song about you. I mean, about, I can yeah, try. That would be great. <laughs> that will try my best. <laughs> but you've got to do the cursed image first. Not much of a lyricist, but we'll do. Maybe <laughs> you can help out with the cursed image. Yeah. Send sure. yeah, send me your headshots. We'll do. And I'll get We've got our press list. shots ready to Love go. Gemma. We've got press shots, <laughs> believe it or not. Right. Good job, guys. <laughs> uh, Stu, plugs? Um, yep, yeah, Soul Show, 28th of March, State Bar. Mm-hmm. 5 8 pm. Come join me, it'll be a laugh. Lovely. Okay, Great. well, can't wait for the next one. Thank you for listening, listeners, if yeah, you've made it you. this far. Lots of love. Okay. Okay. Let's See do ya. it. Bye. This has been a production for the Hat on Dog Network. For more information, visit hatondog.com.